Talking sports. Hey, everybody. I'm Andy Reid. And I'm Alex Bergman. And this is Fumbling Around. Oh, my goodness. Folks, you know now that you're hearing this episode that Nuver Nami did not make the cut as my co-host. Um, I had two guests last week. Uh, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna judge Eric Heilner, uh on that particular episode because uh, Nuvera and I kind of took over in, with the <laughs> Michigan Michigan State talk. So I will have Eric back and audition him to be a co-host. Unless Alex, today's the day, and and you're you're my new co-host. Yeah, let's let's see what I can do. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I just I I don't think it would have been healthy to to select Nuvera. Uh, we're just too heated on yeah. the Michigan Michigan State divide, mm. and that that's all the podcast would have been uh, would have become is us talking shit to each other. Yeah, sort of a Gore Vidal and William Buckley thing. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. Okay. Those two people, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll, uh, uh, I'll audition Eric again unless uh, you're my guy. All right. Uh, yeah, you feeling Eric good? Eric would be a good choice. <laughs> yeah, who knows? I'm who feel, knows? I'm feeling good though. Good. Uh, th- this is, I think, the first time that an actual fumbling around listener has auditioned for the show. Yeah, I mean, I did um, write a fan fiction. <laughs> <laughs> Long time fumbling around <laughs> fans might remember uh, that uh, there was uh, a brief. But he did feud between the show and Alex. <laughs> he was calling us out, saying that we needed to put him on, calling us cowards. Yeah. Uh, and now Matt's dead, so how does that make you feel? <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't regret it. Uh, I did see his doppelganger yesterday. Yeah, um, that is a Russian operative. Oh, really? Don't believe that Matt Pendridge. Okay. Uh, when you go see Hug Squared... That is a Russian spy. They are <laughs> trying to infiltrate the Detroit comedy community to gain to bring secrets back to the motherland. Oh no! Yeah, and uh, that the new Matt Pendridge is on the forefront. Okay. Uh, they squashed the story of the Pendridge clan getting engulfed in lava, but I'm here to tell you it happened. It's real. Okay. The conspiracy is that there isn't. Uh, Matt is still alive. That is a fake. Matt. <laughs> I was always afraid of lava growing up. And I'm, <laughs> I'm glad it was a warranted yeah. fear. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, did you bring your fan fiction with you? Uh, it's in uh, my tent. Oh, my goodness. Um, uh, I have never seen this. <laughs> oh, really? Um, it's a few pages. <laughs> great. We can go through it. We can hit it. Uh, um, Matt had... Uh, access to fumbling around mailbag or what was the address fumbling around pod at gmail.com or some <laughs> shit like that a ridiculously long email address the password to which has gone my keys just fell off the table this is off the rails already uh, but um, Matt uh, took the uh, password to that particular po- uh, g- uh, gmail account with him to the grave so uh Nobody can. Uh, if, if you're s- out there sending questions to the podcast, they're not being answered. Oh, that – I mean, I sent lots of questions. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> you know what? Uh, if there are listeners that would like the, uh, is this thing? the podcast 
to answer some questions, uh, tag me in them on Twitter. That's how we'll do this from now on. <laughs> uh, I'd love answering uh, listener mail, uh, and that went away with Matt. So why don't we do that? Here it is. Uh, if you have a question for the <laughs> podcast, tag me uh, at Mr. Andy Reid. Mr. is all spelled out uh, on Twitter, and then uh, we'll tackle those debates on the show next week. Oh, fuck. This might be too long. <laughs> all right, let's start it, and I'll cut it up if, it, if it's too long. <laughs> it's like... Just start from the beginning. Okay. In the sultry tones of Alex Bergman's, this is a fan fiction he wrote about the show when Matt was still alive. The genesis of how Andy and, and Matt met. <laughs> and stay out, the monolithic bouncer bellowed as he sent the man soaring out the door of Hal's South Street speakeasy. The bouncer brushed his hands together as if to remove a layer of filth promptly returned to the establishment. The early morning sun was weakly climbing over the horizon, and though it had barely pierced the sky, the man had to shield his eyes, weakened by the closed-windowed darkness of Hal's. I guess that's what our country thinks of its veterans, Matt Penridge groaned, <laughs> as he collected his prosthetic right leg and traveled a good four feet further than its owner. After blowing loose, grass and gravel out of the concave portion of his leg. He affixed the prosthesis to his leg nub. No matter how much time passed, the incident with the landmine seemed fresh each time he had to put on the hollow limb substitute. The sound of low-flying Huey helicopters and Creedence Clearwater Revival's fortunate sun saturated his mind. He had to shake his, mi- <laughs> he had to shake his head to remind himself where he was. You're back home, Matt. Nam is long gone. <laughs> Matt adjusted the American flag bandana that was doing a merely adequate job of keeping his long, scraggly <laughs> hair contained. He heaved his green sack, <laughs> holding all of his worldly possessions over his shoulders. Uh, he looked down on the highway towards Akron, where his former life lay waiting. He huffed defiantly and began walking in the opposite direction. He may be back home, but his home was not the same as it was before he was deployed, nor would it ever be. Great. <laughs> Sir. Chapters. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, I'm so sorry. I don't know what to say. My car broke down and I abandoned it on the side of the road and took a cab here. It was a perfect storm of bad luck. I'm sorry. The apology fell on deaf ears. Reed, I don't give a Kentucky Fried fuck what happened. <laughs> you missed the biggest presentation of your life. You royally screwed the pooch here. Mazda walked all over my case after the Q3 fiasco, but now I'm really in the hot seat here. Clive Bernhard, president of marketing, took a long, pensive drag on his cigar as his fury simmered into resigned disappointment. Junior executive Andy Reid stood in front of him, <laughs> holding a folder of paper so tightly to his second-hand three-piece suit that he could hardly let himself breathe. <laughs> give, give me another chance. I would have knocked Mazda out of the park. I worked so hard on this. <laughs> his eyes were pleading with Bernhard, but Bernhard swiveled his massive leather chair towards the window looking over the Detroit skyline. Lewis, come in, Bernhard said loudly. <laughs> Lewis, Andy sputtered. You don't have to get him. Lewis entered the room carrying a large cardboard box. I had Lewis clean out your desk. Sayonara, Reed, <laughs> Bernhard said dismissively. You've, you're welcome to find a new employer to inevitably disappoint. 
Andy said nothing as his mind grappled with the remnants of the carefully planned future that had just been taken from him. He needed a drink. Two chapter. <laughs> <laughs> chapter three. <laughs> I'm riveted. <laughs> okay. Throw in a pack of camels, too. And a Mega Millions, Penridge said to the cashier, <laughs> mildly irritated by the Toby Keith song playing over the BP station speakers. That'll be 1978, the cashier said distantly as he was studying the parking lot. Matt pulled a few crumpled bills out of his pocket and flattened them onto the counter. Ah, oh, man, I've only got $17. You want to help me out? Matt asked the cashier, hopefully. No, the cashier replied immediately. <laughs> Store policy. Go get a job, you deadbeat. After all I've given for this country, you're going to fuck me over a lousy couple of bucks? Matt put both of his hands down on the counter and leaned towards the cashier. He was in a rage. Andy was standing with the fridge door open, cool air flowing onto his face as he debated which tall boys to grab. <laughs> he was just reaching for a natty daddy when he heard a commotion from the checkout of the BP. You're going to fuck me over a lousy couple of bucks, he heard the man yell box of Kit Kats flying off the shelf as collateral damage. Andy remembered the wisdom his father passed on to him a few short weeks before the river took him. <laughs> Andy, his father's voice echoed, always help those in need. You never know how bad they got it. I've got him, Andy announced to the squabbling pair. How much does he need? I'll cover whatever it is. Thanks a lot, bro. You really helped me out, Matt said sheepish sheepishly. You won't regret it. The universe will pay you back. Guaranteed. <laughs> no problem, Andy said. Wait, did you say guaranteed? Yeah, dude. Piss him. Love him. <laughs> Pretty much the only thing left in this world that I truly love. <laughs> me too. I love Detroit sports. <laughs> Andy was struck by the chemistry. He immediately left with this man. Or he immediately fell with this man. The kind of chemistry that, if Matt were a woman, would send him head over heels in love. <laughs> but Matt was a man, and Andy was a man. And what can two strapping men with chemistry do but make a podcast? Hell yeah. Hey, Matt. I know we just met, but do you want to make a podcast? <laughs> a podcast? Isn't that what the Fear Factor guy does? <laughs> Joe Rogan? Yeah, him. Yeah? Sure. Fuck, dude, I don't have anything else to do. <laughs> and for the first time since long before Saigon, Matt felt home in the United States. <laughs> wow, that was a journey. Yeah. Holy cow. Um, twists, turns. Yeah. Less sexy than I thought it was going to be <laughs> when I heard that you wrote fan fiction about fumbling around. Yeah. Uh, but that is a beautiful tribute to Matt. Um, yeah, rest his, rest his God peace. rest his soul. Uh, yeah. I'm still making bank. I uh, <laughs> I got his likeness rights uh, in the <laughs> will. Um, so we're selling a lot of t-shirts with his face on it to Singaporean <laughs> teenagers, and it is going well for me. <laughs> that was nice of the Russians to bump him and his family <laughs> off. <laughs> he was reaping the benefits yeah, of that. Yeah, yeah. Um, wow. That's uh, that's more work than anybody's ever put into the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was a slow period of my life. Yeah, that's great. Um, uh, if anybody else wants to uh, send fan fiction to the show, <laughs> uh, we are we'll read it on air. Um, uh, yeah, 
tag me in it on Twitter or PM, <laughs> PM it to me on, on Facebook, and we'll read your fumbling around fan fiction uh. <laughs> on the air. Uh, so you are are you a college football guy as well? Uh, yeah. Uh, you're I, a Spartan. Uh, yeah, I did go to Michigan State. Yeah. Two weeks in a row now. I've had Spartans <laughs> in here, uh, but they uh, they did they did well. They did pretty good this weekend. Yeah, they did better They're than the they new uh, R- Rocky Rocky Lombardi. Beautiful locks. That has to be that has to be bleached, right? He looks like hair doesn't <laughs> come that color in na- in nature, right? He looks like the berries and cream uh, elf thing. From the <laughs> 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 Do you remember that commercial? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he either bleaches his hair or he uh, has albino disease. <laughs> his hair does not look real. No. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he he walked that fine line of, like, true freshman quarterback between um, complete disregard for uh, bad things that could happen <laughs> and but not doing the bad things. So he yeah. was just like – Chucking balls up, <laughs> and and they, they somebody caught it on the other end. He didn't throw a pick, which I was by the end of that game I was <clears throat> shocked about. I was <laughs> I was waiting for the shoe to drop and for him uh, uh, to make a play that was like, oh, that's a that's a freshman play. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, every prayer he threw up was answered. It was crazy. Yeah, well, Purdue already did the thing that they needed to do last week. No. <laughs> oh my goodness. I don't It's like it's like uh Urban left his like secret playbook just like lying out and they just knew everything that was happening. Oh, the green playbook. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> From the water boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Urban used to Oh man, what what's the dick coach in that? What's the what's the University of Louisiana coach's name? <laughs> I can't remember his name. Yeah. He steals Henry Winkler's playbook. Urban last year, Urban was the guy from U- University of Louisiana. Now he looks like Henry Winkler, like yeah. somebody stole his playbook. <laughs> he looks lost, and it was the Bourbon Bowl. The, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Adidas just released a a line of Waterboy inspired clothing uh, to celebrate like the twenty fifth anniversary of that movie or some shit. Oh, really? And you can buy the <laughs> you can buy an uh uh what the fuck school was it mid mid east louisiana state or whatever yeah you can buy a mud, mud dogs, dogs. You, yeah. can, <laughs> you can buy a bobby boucher mud dogs bourbon bowl jersey from <laughs> adidas.com right now so mm-hmm. check it out guys <laughs> we're not even sponsored by adidas i'm just excited that they're making stupid apparel for dumb movies who are the espn personalities that were in the water boy they're like uh, there's Chris a bunch of them, I think. Chris Berman, probably he has to be in it. Um, I always like when Michigan makes a, a brief cameo. Uh, there's like a ESPN highlights package in the middle of that movie, uh, and they're like, and other teams are getting in on the action. Michigan <laughs> sent uh, whatever his name, Timmy the Towel Boy Jenkins, out on the field, and they <laughs> some, they watch him like get destroyed. <coughs> uh, Michigan's made. Cameos in several uh, crazy college football movies. Have you ever seen the program? I have not, but I was following Jesus. Oh, you, you, yeah, <laughs> the movie that I made Matt watch that he hated. <laughs> uh, Michigan's in that. Um, 
Bo Schembechler makes a cameo in that movie. And the movie is all about all of the awful things that ever happened in college football, like steroids and cheating and, like, illiterate players and all this stuff. And then Bo Schembechler is in, the, in it. I was like, whoa. Wow. He, there's no way he, they gave him a script there's no way he would have done it otherwise. I would expect, like, Mike Gundy to do something like that. Oh, my God. Did you see his pre- his press conference? Yeah, the Twitter thing. <laughs> Before I saw the clip of the press conference, I saw somebody had transcribed it. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, I, it's the quote's like, I don't give a rat's ass about Twitter. <laughs> and then in like italics with uh, asterisks around it, it says fart noise. <laughs> <laughs> so somebody asked Mike Gundy, a head coach of Oklahoma State, uh, what he thinks about people criticizing his quarterback on Twitter. And he goes, I could give a rat's ass about Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> like, right from the podium. <laughs> so funny. Uh, this is also the man that gave us uh, I'm a man, I'm 40. Yeah, that was uh, a he's a He's a gem. He's a doll. He's a sweetheart. That was a classic uh, <laughs> press conference coach moment. This is what I think of Twitter. <laughs> 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 so good. He did. He did another he did one. It two he times. did it twice. Yeah. Two he crickets. Like, Nobody yeah. laughed in the, in the. Yeah, he was like, yeah. The other one, he was like, "That's just somebody collecting an unemployment <laughs> check in their basement with a keyboard." <laughs> 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 Grown ass man. Uh, yeah, he's he's in his fifties now. Good for him. He's been there for a while. Oh, he's got to update his. Uh, I'm a man. I'm 50. <laughs> uh, but some cr- that was a crazy game um, because there was almost like a scuffle at midfield. Uh, Oklahoma State took a knee, and a Texas player uh, was too aggressive afterwards. He was like – they took a knee, and he still tried to get to the quarterback. So Mike Gundy kind of runs out onto the field to stop. Uh, a fight from happening <laughs> and then tom herman texas's coach sprints out and has to be held back from attacking gundy <laughs> it was wild <laughs> love football um i love how stupid this sport is uh, Ak- uh akron beat northwestern who, in evanston michigan state yeah <laughs> and now northwestern have you ever gone to controls their own destiny in the big 10 west have you ever been to Northwestern's uh, football field? Yeah, the only Big Ten football stadium I have not seen a game in is Maryland. Okay, because I went I went there my freshman year for a state away game, um, and it drove me nuts that every single third down that Northwestern's on defense, they play uh, for whom the bell tolls by Metallica. Oh, and I can still hear it when I watch it on TV, <laughs> and it it's so obnoxious. <laughs> like it's the only song they play. Yeah, they <coughs> they've got the wildcat scream that they play a lot too. <laughs> oh, um, I mean, Michigan State's got their own crazy stuff. They play that, uh, that three hundred thing. Oh yeah. Over and over again. Yeah. <coughs> and they had a series of the craziest pump up videos I've ever seen. There was like the like the little girl from Poltergeist was one of them. <laughs> Uh, uh, there was a clip from Jim Carrey's The Grinch that they played at one point. I think I remember that one. <laughs> Why? I was like, what the fuck is going on? Why are they playing? There was like, uh, 
like a clip from Peter Jackson's King Kong that they play in. <laughs> what is happening? I remember, uh, so they had like random when I was when I was in the student section. They I remember they have like random celebrities show up, and like the Gerard Butler one made sense because three hundred three hundred thing. But like the situation, the situation was the one that <laughs> was, was there. It was like why? <laughs> I don't know. Um, uh, rest in peace, Vern Troyer was a big Michigan guy. Oh man, there's a there's a picture of him in the, on his little like little rascal scooter, <laughs> hanging out with Michigan players from like 2009. Oh. It's a real gem. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but like I can't imagine being a state fan and like looking up at the screen watching. Jim Carrey bounce around as the Grinch should be like, oh, hell yeah, now I'm psyched for this third down. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was, it was weird. Um, <laughs> at Purdue, they have a big train whistle. And uh, I never seen this before. They had a miniature version of a UPS truck. Um, and it, it was like a golf cart that they made to look like a UPS truck. And they drove it out to midfield, and they had a UPS guy deliver the game ball to the referee before the game. It was crazy. Uh, what What's the weirdest, like, stuff that's, like, not shown on TV, but it's, like, the crowd activities during commercial breaks? Uh, Wisconsin. Um, uh, a, a, a lot of student sections have a chant where they're, like, one side yells at the other one, and the other side will yell back. Like, yeah. you guys go, like, go green, go – or go green, go white, or whatever. Yeah. Then Michigan, go blue, go blue. At uh, Wisconsin, they go, eat shit. And the other, <laughs> the other side goes, fuck you. <laughs> eat shit, fuck you. And they, everybody talks about jump around, but that's the great – that's the best <laughs> thing their student section does. Um, I think there's, like, weird contests. I know Michigan State always had, like, a pizza house contest where, like, people in the front row – would throw hula hoops onto other people and cool. like they'd win a free pizza if they like <laughs> successfully threw it onto them. One time I covered a basketball game at Eastern and there was like legit seven people in their student section. Yeah. Uh, and they were entered into a raffle and two people got taken down to the uh, court during a timeout. Um, and they like, they played a game to choose a door Uh. Uh, and there was two doors, so the one person got to choose one door. Uh, the winner got to choose one door, and the other person got whatever door was left. <laughs> and behind one of the doors was a year's free rent, rent for a year. So their students, <laughs> the student section had a one in seven chance of getting free rent for a year just for going and to o- a basketball game. And only game. seven people yeah, and, yeah, that's how that's how desperate they were to get people to go to their games. <laughs> it was wild. Oh, man. Um. But yeah, I'm trying to think of other like fun. Uh, there's a cannon at Rutgers. Um, uh, Wait, doesn't Purdue have like m- a bunch of big instruments? They have, big they have the world's biggest drum. I don't know if they have uh, other things. I you can't said they had a big train whistle. Uh, yeah, that's like on their scoreboard. Oh, on the scoreboard. Um. Uh, so yeah, Rutgers. They've got a cannon, and they shoot it every time they score a touchdown. Yeah. Um, the game I went to was the one Michigan won seventy eight to nothing. Oh yeah. <laughs> so they never shot the cannon. <laughs> oh, was that the one where like 
loose Chris offered. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, before the game, Ruth's Chris sent out a tweet that said, the one in Ann Arbor will give you a, a percent discount of however many points Michigan scores <laughs> in this game. <laughs> and they scored 78. And then uh, Jim Harbaugh went and there was a picture of him eating at Ruth's Chris like the next day. <laughs> with a full glass of milk. <laughs> full <covered>. goblet of <laughs> milk with his steak. <laughs> it doesn't surprise me. That is a total Jim Harbaugh um, meal. When when Wilton Spate transferred to UCLA, somebody did like a feature on him there, and he was quoted in the story as saying that Harbaugh told him never to eat chicken because it's a nervous bird. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a great guy! Yeah, <laughs> he's just, he's a football guy. Yeah. Um. But, uh, yeah, Michigan kept scoring in that game, uh, and their cannon was wh- right where all the Michigan fans were. So we every time we scored, we started chanting, shoot the cannon. <laughs> <laughs> it was just a blast. It was super fun. Yeah. Um, other than that, this weekend, uh, let's see. Uh, Michigan State won. Penn State beat Iowa, which – That's a rivalry, right? I don't know. Nah. It's like a weird is it? It's like a weird rivalry even though they're like really far from each yeah. other. There's no reason for it. Yeah. Uh Iowa was looking like it could have it could maybe um win the West. Uh especially cuz Northwestern beat uh friggin Wisconsin opening the door for Iowa. Yeah. And then they just couldn't get it done. They scored the first 12 points of the game and then kind of Shit the bed after that. Twelve points. That's a, that's a good Iowa. Score. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they got a safety in the first nine seconds of the game. <laughs> uh, a punt snap. Freak. Uh, uh, Penn State had two punt snaps go over their head for safeties. Uh, the the score at one point was fourteen to seven. It's like oh, it's a very normal football score. Yeah. But it was uh, an I two Iowa safeties, a field goal, and a touchdown. <laughs> uh, do you follow? I think John. Maybe John Boyce made it. It's like a a, a scoregami account where it's like it during the NFL season, like it keeps track of whether or not the game's gonna have a unique score that's oh. never happened before, and then like tweets updates. It's like the probability of this being a unique score that never happened before is uh, it's it's dumb. Yeah, <laughs> that's cool. Uh, Michigan won a game five nothing one time, and then there was that I, there was an Iowa Penn State game that finished like six to four. Do you remember that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. The moon game. What? The moon game. <laughs> that's the that's one of the dumbest football games I've ever seen <laughs> or been a part of. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, Michigan was off this week. And I love football. I love tailgating, but it was real nice to to have a week to just recuperate. It would have been a miserable tailgate yesterday. I think. Was it rainy? Yeah, I, think it was I rainy stayed before. inside all day watching <laughs> football. <laughs> I was um, playing Red Dead. <laughs> oh yeah, the new Red Dead. Yeah, cowboy game. Cowboy game. Uh, yeah, I slept in. I ordered Jets. Just I watched pizza or watched football and <laughs> ate pizza. <laughs> It was wonderful. <laughs> um, the season's taken a toll. I've already lost my voice at three games. 
Nebraska, Wisconsin, and Michigan State. Has that affected shows? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Go back and <laughs> listen to the last couple episodes. I'm, like, hoarse and raspy. And um, uh, and now uh, it's the November push. We got two more home games. Uh, next week is huge. They got to beat uh, – they have to beat Penn State. Got stuff. At home? It's at home. Okay. So they don't have to win uh, to – win the Big Ten. Uh, Penn State already has two losses in conference, so even with a loss, Penn State wouldn't have a tiebreaker over Michigan. Yeah. But would be nice. right <laughs> now, the way Michigan's playing, they could have their eyes set on bigger goals than just winning the Big Ten. For serious. They could be playing for everything. They could be so destroyed they got by still Alabama win. in the first Yeah. The we want our chance to get destroyed by Alabama or <laughs> Clemson. Michigan uh, State and uh, Ohio State have both had that luxury. Oh <laughs> We've gotten embarrassed by oh one of the God. two best programs. It's, sometimes it's better to be snubbed from the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it could be interesting. Um, uh, right now, Alabama and Clemson – Ain't losing. Uh, did you see Clemson score? No. They beat they beat Florida State like fifty nine seven fifty nine fourteen or some shit like that. Wow. Um, Dabo. Yeah, they are really Dabo? humming. Dabo Dabo. 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 Nobody can see it, but I just dabbed. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, they're really humming now. Quietly, they've started to friggin' dominate because they they kind of got off to a slower start than normal, but. Um, but if Michigan keeps winning, how's Notre Dame doing? Undefeated. Oh. Yeah, they just beat uh Navy by twenty two points. Who do they have left? North they have USC? Northwestern this week. Uh, and Northwestern is a genius at beating Big Ten teams, but yeah. they <laughs> they always uh. So we'll see. <laughs> uh, Northwestern is now. Uh, like they've won twelve of their last thirteen Big Ten games, going back to last year. That can't be right. That is right. <laughs> that is absolutely right. Oh wow! Isn't that crazy? Was it? What? Or eleven of their last twelve, I think. How did they finish last year? Uh, they won their last seven games. Was it a good bowl game? Uh, they won ten games last year. I don't. I don't remember what bowl wow. game they went to. But um. Yeah, so they've got that left. They've got the USC game, and they've got uh, Syracuse. Um, so yeah. it's looking like Notre Dame. Notre Dame is in a position to, you know, uh, I close it out. But if they if they went out and Michigan wins out, they I think they would both get in. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Who, who's the best in the Big Twelve right now? Oklahoma, who lost to Texas. Okay. So, I don't know. I think if Michigan wins out and they've got wins over Wisconsin State, Penn State, Ohio State, and whoever plays the Big Ten championship game, and Oklahoma lost to Texas, and, like, I don't know. I think they would have a resume uh, discussion over over Oklahoma. Yeah. Um, yeah. Ideally, and uh, gotta beat Ohio State though. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Ideally, uh, if Michigan wins out, they would be three, and Notre Dame would be two, 
because I would love another crack at them. That would be great. Yeah. Also, you wouldn't have to play <laughs> Alabama. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> until the championship <laughs> game. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. They're like a Death Star. It's it's not fun. I I bet it's incredibly fun for Alabama fans. <laughs> I, I know someone uh, who I went to high school with who – chose to go to Alabama simply because he liked football. college football. Jesus. <laughs> it's a, it's actually a pretty decent school for down there. Yeah. I th- I believe. Yeah. I think so. Um for down there. Like every <laughs> university down there is just garbage. Uh, uh that I don't know. I, I know Florida's pretty good. I know Georgia's okay. I think Alabama's got a pretty good school. Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt is a bunch of dweebs. <laughs> of course they uh, yeah. <laughs> I love how every conference has like one private school that like it's like the academic pillar of the conference and uh they're all so Northwestern Northwestern yeah. Duke Duke uh Stanford I don't know Have you seen Stanford's marching band? Yeah. Fun guy. Pretty fun. <laughs> they're a bunch of wild uh hippies. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, did you, uh, were you, like, a big sports nut? Were you an is-owner? Uh, I didn't do basketball. Uh, I, I, like, took friends' tickets, because there's, like, a weird thing where, like, if you had is-own tickets, you had to, like, go to every game. So when people could oh, yeah. go to games, they'd give you your, their card or whatever. They, uh, they'll, like, dock you seats next year, right, if you miss a certain amount of games. Yeah, it's, like weird politics yeah. where you have to like attend for two years straight to get lower bowl tickets and yeah uh, uh, Michigan's basketball student section is now that crazy when I got seats uh, I got seats my sophomore year which uh, I don't think I got I must have gotten season tickets my freshman year. anyway <clears throat> I got my season ticket pack Sophomore year, it was Beeline's first year. They went ten and twenty-two, and they had at that point they had five hundred bleacher seats along uh, the court uh, court side. Yeah, um, and they did not sell enough student tickets to fill those. There weren't five hundred students uh, at at a, on a thirty thousand person campus that wanted basketball oh, tickets, wow. and now. Uh, now it's enormous. Yeah, the student section at Michigan is good huge. reason. Good reason. Yeah, um, they're <laughs> they're really good at basketball now. <laughs> I got uh, I bought a Sister Jean bobblehead to commemorate the, f- the Final Four run this year. <laughs> oh man, it seems longer ago than it <laughs> than it was. You might be thinking about the 2013 run because we've had two runs to the national championship game in recent memory. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Against losing to to Louisville, who had to vacate. Yeah. Yeah. Vacated that championship. Yeah. Can you claim that one? I wish. (laughs) (laughs) That would be great to just hang a banner. Didn't, like, Minnesota just, like, claim a championship from like a hundred years ago a lot of schools do that there's so before the the AP poll started in 1936 before that there were um like dozens of you know 
papers that would have their own ranking system. And now recently, there's like uh, stats nerds, uh, like Bill Connolly <laughs> at SB Nation. Yeah. Uh, stats nerds will like find the, what they can from seasons like you know decades ago, <clears throat> and compile their their own rankings now. And this happened at Alabama. Somebody, or uh, not Alabama, Auburn. Um, somebody did this for a season in like 1912, <laughs> and they ranked Alabama or Auburn number one in 1912. So like 80 years after the fact, <laughs> Auburn claimed another national championship. Uh, um, you were telling me players were much smaller back then. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Last <laughs> night, um, I did uh, the showdowns at Go, and uh, w- we were all sports characters. <laughs> so I dressed up as Horace Prettyman, who played football at Michigan at at, at uh, eighteen eighty one. It was a good, it was a good costume. <laughs> <laughs> I liked it. <laughs> um. Uh. Yeah. So. Uh. Uh. Minnesota was actually like awesome at football in the twenties, thirties, and forties. Um. So they they have. Uh, a couple of natties from back then. Good for them. Yeah, good for yeah. them. <laughs> good for them. Uh, they haven't been good in forever. Probably will never be good again. <laughs> <laughs> That's what. Uh, how do you recruit to a place like that? How do you do it? How do you? How do you say like come to come to Minnesota? Because we claim national championships. <laughs> <laughs> how how does Scott Frost convince kids to go to Nebraska? Like come here in the middle of goddamn nowhere. I don't know. Yeah. I guess Nebraska does have good fans, right? Yes, they have great fans. Uh, they're really super nice and welcoming, and they travel really well. That's why when you'll see like pictures of these, these huge swaths of red in opposing stadiums because yeah. they yeah. That's good because I feel like most fan bases aren't. Like you never get good vibes from <laughs> yeah. fan bases. I don't know. Yeah, um, they're they're like notoriously nice. Uh, when I went to a game there, I don't think I bought uh, a beverage for myself all weekend. Yeah, people were just like, "Welcome!" Like, <laughs> it was right when they had joined the Big Ten. It was the first game Michigan had played there, so people were like, "Oh, we're so excited!" I don't think they particularly feel the same way about the Big Ten now as they uh, did six or seven years ago, but. Who knows? They've had a rough go of it. Yeah, and they're just kind of isolated. I think the biggest thing for them was they built a program uh, on recruiting Texas when they played Texas and Texas Tech and A and M every year, and they would uh, they could come and say like you know you you're gonna play games close to family every year, come play at Nebraska. They can't do that. They can't recruit Texas anymore. Uh, So now they're just kind of like in this no man's land with. There's no <laughs> decent players in that part of the country. And th- what are they going to recruit? Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Ohio? Is that – I mean, I don't know where they're going to find people. Yeah, they could just get big linemen from, from around that yeah. area. Corn-fed boys. <laughs> yeah. That's the other thing um, why Nebraska won't be good anymore is because uh, steroids are looked down upon now. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't do them anymore. Back in the eighties, that whole team was roided out. 
That's that's good football though. <laughs> Hell yeah, it is. <laughs> Brian Bosworth at Oklahoma, just like going into a roid rage. Um. Um. So yeah, I'm excited for uh, November. Uh, Michigan hasn't had a decent November in uh, a decade, maybe more. Uh, so we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Are you a Lions guy? Uh, Did you grow up in Michigan, or you just yeah. went to? Yeah. Yeah. I've. Uh, I mean, the Lions have always been bad since. Like, I guess I didn't become like a normal conscious person. Like, I wasn't old enough to like care about the Lions until after Barry Sanders and like. Yeah. When they started being bad. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they were still. I mean, Barry was great, but they were still like bad yeah. <laughs> when he was there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's three minutes left, and the Lions are making it interesting against Seattle a little bit. It's 28-14 right now. Um, my favorite thing to do after a Lions game is listen to uh, Pat Caputo. <laughs> oh, that fucking dipshit. <laughs> He's so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, uh, I, how, who let him on the radio? He's Matthew Stafford. <laughs> Matthew Stafford a bum. He's a bum. <laughs> Put me out there, coach. I could do so much better than that Matthew Stafford. By himself, it seems. Yeah. Radio, which is he's like mushmouth. <laughs> he's got a weird like he's it's like uh, he, his lips are lazy, <laughs> but he's on the radio. He's, Have you ever read his Oakland press no. columns? <laughs> I highly recommend. <laughs> what does he complain about? Uh, it's not so much the content, uh, is the um just it's baffling that somebody with that level of uh, writing talent is allowed to <laughs> put words into print. <laughs> yeah, good for him. Yeah, However yeah. he got to where uh, he is. <laughs> uh, this is why media is dying, folks. <laughs> uh, but it's... Uh, uh, oh, shit. Never mind. Uh, the, the Lions had the ball at like the 10-yard line uh, with a chance to cut the lead to seven. And Stafford threw another Matthew pick. Matthew Stafford. <laughs> Matthew Stafford just <laughs> threw the game away again, folks. Uh, why are we paying that bum so much? <laughs> I'll take your calls. Uh, oh, he handles phone calls so poorly. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I don't know. And then, like, doesn't really have too much to add to whenever people like, call. I do love uh, call-in radio hosts who treat their guests uh, like garbage. <laughs> There's so many of them. It seems like in Detroit, every sports talk guy who takes calls will be like, uh, I don't know, like you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, next time you call in, why don't you have some sense, uh, you dumb shit? Uh, next caller. No, you shut up. <laughs> uh, that's. Um, I don't know. I I can understand it being annoying for them, but. They wouldn't have a job otherwise. Yeah, they get they, their whole job is to get people riled up, and then to take their calls, uh, of the people that they just riled up, and then they get people riled up, and people call in with crazy takes, and then they get mad and call people idiots. <laughs> I think Valenti's really good at riling people up. Oh yeah. Uh, I I wish I could speak with that much authority on every it, little thing. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Ugh. 
Um, so the Lions are going to drop to what three and four now? Or yeah, right? Oh, yes, three and four. In the NFC North is anybody wide doing? open? Yeah, wide open. Uh, did you watch any of that? A uh, nine-hour-long baseball game <laughs> the other night. Uh, I did not, but I did see uh, Puig's butt shake from yesterday, <laughs> which was <laughs> really yeah. good. I uh, I didn't watch a second of it. Uh, for those of you who don't know, there's a the World Series is happening right yeah, now. Baseball, and it, they had a game go 18 innings. That's two. That's the length of two baseball games. Uh, uh, they played an entire baseball game of overtime. <laughs> it's insane. That is insane. Especially with the way that they, like, are so conservative with, like, pitch counts and stuff. Uh, yeah. In the World Series. It, but uh, I feel like if that happened in, like, June, a team would just pack it in and say, like, let's just, yeah. <laughs> let's just go on to the next one. We play 162 of these. <laughs> but this is the best of seven series. They gotta, they gotta go for it. Yeah. Uh, Paul F. Tompkins was at the game, and he was tweeting about it. Uh, <laughs> I can't imagine going to a baseball game and end up, like, being there for nine hours. I would go insane. Because overtime is so stressful. It's the most stressful thing ever. Did you ever see – If uh, you had to do an entire game's worth of just overtime, like, I, I would get physically ill. <laughs> There, there's like a tweet that I love so much, and it's like, and it's the bottom of the thirty. It's like Joe Buck. God, why can't I find this tweet? <laughs> <laughs> uh, never mind. It's probably not good content, but it's <laughs> such good content. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, that would have I would have lost my mind. I don't know. All these people talking on Twitter. <laughs> 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 Get a job. Get a job, you hippie. <laughs> Stop talking about my quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> it's always about quarterbacks. The I'm a man, I'm 40 thing was about a quarterback, too. I think uh, coaches are very defensive about who they pick for yeah. quarterbacks. It was uh, – I remember that when that rant happened, it was about the Oklahoma State quarterback, Bobby Reed, and there was this weird article that got written – about him after a game and he was like down in the dumps and his mom was like feeding him pieces of chicken like like hand feeding him <laughs> hand feeding him and this this woman uh like wrote the article like that and then come after got, me come after me <laughs> don't talk about his mom feeding him chicken come after me i'm a man i can take it my mama feeds me all the time <laughs> oh man Uh, we got some games to pick. All right. Um, this started, uh, fun. Uh, it was an experiment. Uh, letting my guests pick games against me. Knowing I, I have always been a bad picker. Uh, I cannot, I can't play against the spread. I'm not a gambler because I don't, I can't do it. This week, uh, that continues. <laughs> Uh, I am now twenty three, twenty nine, and two. We had two games that pushed this week, which uh, the uh, Vegas had Penn State, Iowa, and Northwest or uh, and Navy, Notre Dame exactly right. Okay. Um, good for Vegas. Good for Vegas. 
Yeah, that's exactly that's exactly what they want to happen. If they could get every game to push, they would collect their fee per bet, and they wouldn't have to pay anybody out. Everybody would just get their money back. Yeah. And they would just get to collect their fee. That's what Vegas wants, just to push every <laughs> game. <laughs> uh, but I went one five and two this week. Ooh, I know. I'm I'm really I'm really coming hard against it. I I got Boston College beating Miami, right? Um, <laughs> other than that, I picked Purdue. Uh, I, I put I picked Iowa. That was a push. I picked Florida. Georgia got seven and a half. I figured that was a lot of points. Uh, picked Stanford, who lost. You're so smart. Ugh, this is awful. Uh, Nouvert went 3-3-2, three, three, and two, bringing guest pickers, most of whom have <laughs> are actively despised <laughs> sports. <laughs> <laughs> the, the improv community is filled with p- people that could not care less about sports. So guest pickers have amassed an incredible record of 34, 18, and 2. I'm starting to get mad. <laughs> this is starting to piss me off. I, I know, maybe I know too much about football. Maybe I pay too much attention. And I am, I'm making picks with my brain instead <laughs> of my heart. You know who picks with his heart? Pat Caputo. Yeah, and he's <laughs> always right. No, Pat Caputo picks games with his dick. <laughs> Those cheerleaders. Yeah. <laughs> Those cheerleaders, they're going to they're gonna do great things. <laughs> Folks, uh, I think I'm having a stroke. <laughs> Matthew Stafford's wife. Oh, boy. <laughs> She's a looker, folks. What do you mean I'm off the air? <laughs> oh, man. If you, never, if you don't know who we're talking about, check him out. He's usually on at, like, 1230 at night. <laughs> He's on so late. <laughs> it's just pe- they're they're just looking for uh uh airtime to fill. Um I don't know if uh the lines are out yet for these. We might have to just pick these games up straight. Cuz that's how it goes. Sometimes uh let's see. Matchups. This is great airtime. Yeah, we don't have a spread yet for any of these games. God damn Unbelievable, it. Vegas. Vegas, I want to bet. Uh, all right, so we'll just pick them straight up. Okay. Uh, let's start with uh, your Spartans traveling to Maryland. To Maryland. Yeah. Ooh. Um. Maryland just dropped like 63 points on Illinois. Mm. I have no idea how that happened. Well, I do know. I mean, it's Illinois. <laughs> they are, they are awful. Lovey Smith is still there. I can't imagine <laughs> why. Um, I, who, I who thought it was a good idea to hire Lovey Smith as Illinois' coach? I, uh, t- so I think Michigan State wound up being favored. I would, su- I would assume so. Yeah, which is not good. <laughs> do better when they're not. Um, uh. I think Maryland will beat the spread, but it'll Michigan State will pull it out off with their uh, their injured receiver core. Someone's gonna show up. Yeah, one of those guys. Rocky Lombardi is just gonna throw a bunch of more prayers, and yeah. they're gonna be answered. Um, they, I honestly, 
<coughs> State does not have to do a ton of stuff on offense. Yeah. The rest of the year. Their defense is legitimately good. Uh, good enough. Did you see uh, uh, that Derek Thompson interception uh, on that? Yeah. Pr- that drive that <laughs> Purdue was coming down to possibly tie the game up. And that guy, he just stood up a Purdue receiver. Uh, and the, the kid just, like, went limp, dropped the ball, and it bounced off his legs. And the guy that made the hit uh, picked it, caught it off the, the bounce. It was incredible. Uh, so, I, yeah, I think I think MSU is going to win. I think they, they're good enough on defense to give them, to keep them in the game. And that's what D'Antonio wants to do anyways, right, is make games as ugly as possible. Yeah. He doesn't so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no matter who they're playing. This is an interesting one. Notre Dame at Northwestern. The team of destiny. They're 5-1 and one in Big Ten play. Uh, they just beat Wisconsin to give themselves fucking ownership of the Big Ten West. I think Pat Fitzgerald specializes in being the trap game guy. Mm. Uh, is that his name? Pat Fitzgerald? Yeah. Sure, if I was just doing Irish racism or no, something, you got <laughs> him. <Just> yeah, <laughs> Pat McFitzgerald. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, I, I think Northwestern uh, might be able to pull that one. Oh out. wow, going Northwestern. Yeah, um, that's an interesting pick. Northwestern's playing really well. They beat, they kind of uh, beat the shit out of Wisconsin, thirty-one seventeen. Um. That was very. That was maybe one of the more surprising outcomes of the day, uh, but I'm gonna stick with Notre Dame. Um, Ian Book is looking better and better every week. They're figuring things out on offense. Their defense. Uh, they gave up a lot of points to Navy, but that's such a terrible offense to prepare for. Yeah. That triple option. Um, yeah, I don't think I don't. I think Notre Dame is barreling towards a playoff. Uh, this I, this is an easy one to pick straight up. Ohio State, uh, Nebraska's going to Ohio State. Uh, Ohio State. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, although yeah. those Huskers are on a two-game winning streak. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Did you see? Uh, there was the only clip I saw of Nebraska's win over Bethune Cookman this weekend was Bethune Cookman's punter pinning uh, a punt inside the five-yard line. Uh, and the camera pans back to him, and he's this five four, <laughs> chubby guy with big rec specs, and he's like, he's doing all these like celebration things, jogging to the, <laughs> jogging to the sideline. He's like unleashing a bow and arrow and making it rain, and he's just this like portly, tiny man. I always love. Uh, didn't Penn State have have a kicker? Chubby like, kicker. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wisconsin's got one right now, which it makes all the sense in the world. Of course they have a chubby kicker. Yeah, chubby <laughs> kickers are hilarious because they're almost always, like, the skinniest person on the field. <laughs> so when somebody trots one out with a beer gut, it's like, hell yeah. <laughs> hell yeah, this guy gets it. <laughs> like, you're allowed to let yourself go. you got <laughs> to walk, like, yeah. five feet. All you got to do is be able to squat, like, 400 pounds. Uh, if you got – yeah, if you have one muscular leg, you can do your shit. Hell yeah. <laughs> hell yeah. <laughs> Uh, what was the movie where the, the, oh, The Replacements, where the kicker always ha- was, like, smoking a cigarette <laughs> while he was kicking? <laughs> uh, 
Uh, <clears throat> Georgia at Kentucky. Kentucky. Kentucky is another one. I don't know why they're good. Uh, defense, defense, defense. Uh, there was. Did you see how their game ended? No. There were five and a half minutes left. They were losing fourteen to three to Missouri. Uh, then they took a punt back for a touchdown. Uh, and then uh, uh, threw a touchdown pass as time expired to win fifteen fourteen. <laughs> Alright. Uh yeah, they've got uh incredible defense. Uh this is the first this is the biggest game in Kentucky history since nineteen fifty. Uh they have not won the SEC in uh what is that, sixty eight years they haven't won the SEC. Um and uh Georgia's very good. They're coming to Lexington though. With uh uh with the SEC East on the line, whoever wins this game is going to Atlanta. Kentucky. Oh Kentucky. hell yeah! Oh yeah. Going Kentucky, going Wildcats. Uh, I just don't think they have enough offensive firepower. Um, their defense is really good, but Georgia, Georgia's like baby Bama. Um. Yeah, I think Georgia's taking it home. But Matthew Stafford. Matthew <laughs> Stafford. Yeah, man, that Georgia can take him back. <laughs> we don't want him no more. <laughs> it's, like, uh, it's like the perfect name to like represent Matthew his Stafford. voice. <laughs> Matthew Stafford. I'm Pete Caputo. <laughs> Matthew Stafford. Um, that's that is like the easiest, laziest criticism of a football team. And that's where everybody goes first. It's just like quarterback. Yeah. Ah, fucking quarterback. <laughs> people are saying shit. Like people online are talking shit about Shea Patterson. It's like he's completing sixty five percent of his passes. That's great. And he's got a twelve to three uh, touchdown to interception ratio. He has he has already thrown more touchdowns than quarterbacks at Michigan did all of last year. Yeah. Uh, they had nine touchdowns and ten picks last year. He's got twelve and three. He's the best throwing quarterback we've had in a while. I think. Since since Henny. Yeah. Yeah, since Chad Henny, for sure. And he can run a little bit. Uh uh he's I mean, he he's great. And I hope he comes back for another year. We'll see. Uh West Virginia at Texas, who just got upset. Both of these teams have uh had inexplicable losses in recent weeks uh, and have pushed themselves out of the playoff picture. Uh, probably Texas. Texas? Yeah. I'm going to go West Virginia. Um, they still have Will Greer. Uh, and freaking uh, Oklahoma-West Virginia Big, Ten cha- Big 12 championship game would be fun as hell. Mm. Uh, Stanford is playing at Washington. Washington. Washington is is broken. Yeah. I don't know what's happening. They were a playoff they were people uh, they were like a playoff pick. People thought that they could be one of the best four teams in the country. Who did they play in week one? Uh Auburn. Auburn. Who's yeah. now we know is garbage. Yeah, and they lost <laughs> to Auburn. Yeah. Right? And they they lost to Cal fifteen twelve this weekend. Yikes. Yikes. Uh, <laughs> um I think 
an embarrassing game like that would make them work their asses off for practice. You're going Washington? I'm going Washington. All right. I'm going to go Stanford. Uh, Even though picking Stanford last week bit me in the ass. (laughs) Pac-12's only playoff chance now is Washington State. The only feasible uh, team that from that whole conference that could make it if, is if, if Washington State keeps winning out. If Notre Dame <laughs> is in the playoffs, then they have to take a chance. No. Okay. No way. Uh, biggest game of the week, Alabama at LSU. One of these two teams is going to the playoff. If LSU wins, both of these teams might be going uh. to the playoff. I don't think you can ever pick against Alabama. Even in Death Valley? Even in Death Valley, yeah. Uh, I agree. Uh, Tua is just, he's a robot. He's a quarterback robot. It's not fair. It's not fair. It's not fun. It's not fun. (laughs) (laughs) It's not fun for you to be so good, Alabama. (laughs) Nick, stop it. Nick Saban is a monster. (laughs) Uh, All right, last game. Penn State. At Michigan, uh, it's our uh, Michigan Foods tailgate is the theme. So my dad and I are gonna fry perch. Is uh, that gonna be a live episode? I I, I want to do one. Uh, uh I want to do a tailgate episode. I was talking to J.R. Sturberg about the feasibility of doing a live episode because he's recorded live episodes at Applebee's before. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, that would be really fun to to do an episode from a tailgate. Who you got? Michigan. Woo. Um, like I said, uh, I got credit where credit's due. I've been talking a lot of shit about Penn State all year. Yeah. Because I think James Franklin is a dipshit. He's a dipshit. <laughs> he's a That's goober. One of he the is. Reasons why I'm he's thinking. Brady Hoke. Who, if Brady Hoke made an awesome, uh, coordinator hire. Yeah. Uh, that guy is gone now. Uh, he doesn't have Joe Moorhead anymore, and you and are already starting to see the wheels come off of this program, <laughs> even with Trace McSorley still in. There, um, there is video of him rushing out on the field from this weekend to take a timeout, and like four Penn State assistants like grabbing him, <laughs> like we don't want a timeout here. <laughs> it's the most James Franklin thing I've ever seen. It's so funny. Um, uh, yeah, he. I don't trust him to make good decisions in games. Um, and even it, it was a good win beating Iowa. But uh, their court, Nate Stanley, went like 18 of 49 uh, and threw two picks. Uh, that's not going to happen. Shea Patterson is not going to have those kind of numbers. And Michigan's going to be able to run the ball. Yeah. This one's a Michigan win. Uh, setting up. An incredible November. Uh, we've got that game. If we get past Penn State, then it's Rutgers and Indiana uh, before uh, a showdown with everything on the line. Uh, Is that in the Columbus. Yes. Okay, yeah. If this happens, if Michigan keeps this up, and they go to. Their first trip to a Big Ten championship game is in a year where they played in South Bend, East Lansing, and Columbus. Boy, oh boy, that's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Things are, think things are looking good. Me too, Alex. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
that's another episode of Fumbling Around. If next week uh, you hop on and Alex is here with us, you'll know that I have my guest forever or my my co-host forever. All right, and that would be mean for you. Forty three thousand dollars a year plus benefits. Oh shit! Yeah, you didn't know that, <laughs> did you? <laughs> All right. Uh, do you have anything to plug? Uh, no, I do not. Have nothing anything. to plug. Not, nothing right now. No. Uh, I am directing a show right now. Uh, Diddle Rascals. It's a current events political sketch comedy show. It runs for one more weekend. Uh, uh, November second, Friday, and Saturday, November third. Uh, so you have two more chances to see it. Uh, please do. I I think it's really funny, and uh, uh, we make fun of a bunch of assholes. It's I, cathartic. I do have a plug. Hit um, us. I'm not in it, but I wrote for the holiday show coming up at Go. Uh, I have a couple sketches in there. Oh, it's nice! It's going to be very funny. Are they doing the the same the the new new show and review? Uh, yeah, I think so. Cool. Uh, yeah, the holiday shows at Go are always super fun. Check those out, everybody. Uh, thank you. I've been Andy Reid. I've been Alex Bergman's. And this has been Fumbling Around.